The House of Commons has ground to a halt in Ottawa as the Conservatives are using Opposition Day to force a vote on some 257 different items as a protest to how the government has handled the SNC-Lavalin affair and not allowing Jody Wilson-Raybould to speak again on the matter. Andrew Scheer is the leader of the official opposition, leader of the Federal Conservative Party, and he joins us on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Mr. Scheer, uh, nice to see you and thanks for coming in. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. First off, uh, how much sleep have you had? <laughs> uh, not a lot uh, yeah. last night. Uh, we had a motion before the House of Commons uh, calling on uh, Justin Trudeau to lift the gag order on Jody Wilson-Raybould to allow her to come back and complete her testimony about the SNC-Lavalin corruption affair. Uh, the Liberals voted that down. So as a result, there are going to be lots of votes throughout the day today, throughout the night. Uh, I was there till about uh, 2 in the morning, went mm-hmm. home, had a little bit of sleep, and caught a flight this morning to be here to chat with you. Okay, we got over 250 votes that are going to happen in the House. Uh, I want to play for you just quickly here a, a clip that's uh, been making the rounds uh, from uh, last night. Have a listen. We all know that the rules of the House do not permit us to eat in this place. Uh, and I can't help but observing that during the last vote, uh, a number of people were uh, eating uh, in their seats. And the Prime Minister, who appeared to be hiding a bagel in his desk. Uh, Mr. Speaker, the Prime Minister is already staying in this place with corruption. He does not need to stain it with mustard as well. Indeed, Mr. Speaker, I apologize. It was a chocolate bar, but I apologize. Okay, chocolate bar, not a bagel, but uh, can you explain to the average Canadian why what we're seeing right now is a good use of the representative's time? Right. Well, what's happening is the opposition is showcasing the corruption that the Liberals are engulfed in. Uh, Keep in mind, they've lost major players in their government. Two senior cabinet ministers resigned on principle. Uh, The prime minister's chief advisor resigned in disgrace. The clerk of the Privy Council had to resign under a cloud of suspicion as well. And all the while, the Liberals have shut down the only public investigation that was going on into this matter. Okay, so so is the appropriate response is to shut down the House of Commons? If the Liberals are going to abuse the power of their office, if they are going to disrespect Parliament, if they are going to prevent Canadians' representatives from shining the light of day on the abuse of power that has been uh, that has been going on, then the opposition's job, it's our duty, it's our responsibility to hold them to account for that. All right. I want to also play for you. This is the Prime Minister uh, yesterday. He was asked uh, about uh, what is going on right now, what the Conservatives are doing. Here's what he had to say. The Conservatives desperately don't want to talk about the economy. Uh, I think a lot of people will raise an eyebrow at that, that the uh, Conservatives so don't want to talk about jobs, about growth. Uh, about investing in Canadians because they're realizing that they have no plan. They've never had a plan. And your response to that? Justin Trudeau just spent $41 billion to cover up the SNC-Lavalin corruption. If you want to talk about someone who's desperate to hide something, this Prime Minister is in chaos. His government is in chaos, and he has just thrown $41 billion of new spending around in an attempt to distract Canadians from the corruption and abuse of power scandal that he is surrounded in, all leading to massive deficits and massive tax hikes that he will bring in in the future. So we're happy to talk about uh, his record on, on taxes, like the carbon tax, like the deficits that are going to put even more pressure on Canadian households as the cost of servicing that debt gets higher and higher and higher. But let's make no mistake, there's one person afraid of talking about something these days. It's Justin Trudeau. He's afraid to talk about his own corruption scandal. All right. I would imagine the liberal response to that would be that uh, we've had hours of 
of testimony. He did uh, waive a privilege for Jody Wilson-Raybould to, to speak up to a uh, certain point. So they feel as if, uh, I guess, they've done their due diligence. Well, I'm glad you, I'm, I'm very glad you brought that point up because that is a very uh, clever trick that Justin Trudeau is trying to, to fool Canadians by. But I, I don't think they're buying it because people know that Jody Wilson-Raybould had incomplete testimony <clears throat> because the waiver that was granted to her was partial in nature. And she has written a letter to Canadians, to the chair of the Justice Committee, saying there are additional details that need to come out that are important for Canadians to know about as it relates to this scandal. Just today we learned that Jane Philpott, the former president of the Treasury Board, who also resigned on principle, is saying that she had a key conversation with Justin Trudeau. And she says it is very important that Canadians find out about what that is. So... Although there were some committee meetings, a lot of that time was spent talking with political science professors and law professors. Uh, other key players in the event, like Gerald Butts, got to speak about all the aspects of this affair. Ms. Wilson-Raybould had her testimony limited, and she's not been allowed to come back to refute the points that were made against her. That's why we want to have a full and open uh, a process. My challenge to Justin Trudeau is, if he truly has nothing to hide... Why did he shut down the investigation? People who are not afraid of the truth coming out are not afraid of the inquiry. Okay, I would imagine the response, again, from the Liberals would be that uh, this matter is in front of the courts. It's still being dealt with, and they can only go so far. But let me ask you, uh, what is the uh, outstanding question, or what is it that uh, you need to hear from Jody Wilson-Raybould uh, about? Is there something kind of lingering out there that's sort of bothersome to you that you really want to get her back uh, in front of the Justice Committee? The fact that she wants to come back, the fact that in uh, in multiple ways now she has signaled uh, in, a, in a written letter to her constituents saying that there are further details that come out, uh, we, we need to hear that. Uh, she's the key player in this event. Remember, she was the only person standing between Justin Trudeau and the integrity and, and the rule of law in this country. Justin Trudeau was trying to use the power of his office to politically interfere in an ongoing criminal court case against a company that was accused of buying prostitutes for Muammar Gaddafi's son, uh, for corruption and, and, and abuse of power themselves in, in other countries. And when she stood up to protect the rule of law, he fired her. So this is worth finding out about. Canadians need to guard our judicial system and the independence of our judicial system very fiercely. People have come to Canada from all over the world fleeing countries where powerful politicians have the ability to reward their friends and punish their enemies. We cannot allow that to start happening here just because Justin Trudeau didn't like the first answer he got. Okay, let me ask you for the average Canadian who's getting a little SNC level and fatigue. And, you know, we're hearing about that on this radio station. Some others as well are saying that uh, uh, enough, it's time to move on. What would you say to those people? I'd say it's time to move on when we know the full story, when, when, when all the details are allowed to come to light. Uh, again, you know, it's clear that Justin Trudeau is willing to go to great lengths to keep that hidden. That tells me something. You know, when, when, when someone is desperate for you not to look somewhere, that tells me that it's worth investing a little bit of energy and a little bit of hard work to find out what that is, especially when we're talking about the people we entrust with great power in this country. The office that Justin Trudeau occupies uh, comes with great power and great responsibility, and he has abused that. And uh, it's very important for the opposition party to do our job. We would be doing Canadians a disservice if we just went along with Justin Trudeau's lines on this and said, OK, we'll go back to talking about what he wants to talk about. It's worth fighting for. It's worth standing up to protect our judicial institutions so that every Canadian can have the assurance 
that we're all equal before the government, we're all equal under the law. Is that the conservative plan, the conservative strategy moving forward as obviously we're in an election year? Are we going to be hearing this uh, out on the campaign hustings? Is this uh, going to be the, the point we hear at each and every barbecue uh, you're at uh, this summer? Is it going to be nothing but SNC-Lavalin or are you going to have to eventually kind of change the channel and start talking about uh, your vision for the country? Mm-hmm. Well, in many ways, we, all, we, we always do both. You know, uh, it's always an opportunity for conservatives to highlight the difference between liberals and our party when it comes to ethics. Every liberal government has always had problems with ethics and, and with scandals. Eventually, liberals got a liberal, you know, and, and it only took Justin Trudeau three years. It's taken other liberal governments a little bit longer. Uh, but in the midst of talking about this abuse of power scandal, uh, we've also been highlighting our positive vision for helping Canadians get ahead. I announced just a couple of weeks ago in Mississauga our plan to take the GST off of home heating and home energy. I don't believe in Canada that heating your home is a luxury. We don't charge the GST on other necessities like prescription jugs and groceries. So I believe that the GST should be taken off of home utility bills. Uh, we've uh, highlighted our plan to make our community safer by going after real criminals and getting illegal guns off the streets. And I've put forward a comprehensive plan to get pipelines built in this country so we can finally be self-sufficient when it comes to energy. So we're stopped. We don't need to import oil from other countries. Mm-hmm. We can take Western Canadian energy and bring it to Eastern Canadian markets. So while we're putting forward that positive vision that will help Canadians get ahead, we will absolutely be reminding them that when Liberals get in power, they abuse the responsibility that Canadians give them. There has been some talk recently that uh, there might be an early election call, that uh, Justin Trudeau, uh, what we're seeing going on today in the House of Commons, if business can't get done, if the government can't move forward, that uh, we might as well just have the election sooner rather than later, maybe even before Canada Day. Uh, Would you welcome that? Well, you know, ultimately that'll be up to the Prime Minister. That'll be up to Justin Trudeau. He's clearly, as I said, he's clearly going to great lengths to keep this story from being told. Yeah, but you believe he's lost the moral authority to I govern, do. correct? I do. I believe he should resign. And, you know, I. it's interesting because, you know, you hear stories about, well, how can, how can people like Jody Wilson-Raybould and Jane Philpott stay in the Liberal caucus if they are uh, complaining about the way that Justin Trudeau has handled things? And I would say... The, the government of Canada is bigger than Justin Trudeau. The prime minister's office is bigger than Justin Trudeau. And he himself has lost the moral authority to govern. And I believe Liberal MPs should, should uh, do the right thing and put someone else in uh, to finish out this term. Okay, but, but by definition then, would you not welcome an early election call and let Canadians ready, decide? We are ready to go. We, we, uh, we have our policies uh, in ready, ready to be unveiled where we've got uh, some final uh, details to be worked out on a few things. And we are a few logistics when it comes to putting a campaign together. But that being said, you know, uh, I would like to have the opportunity uh, through our parliamentary systems, through our uh, Justice Committee, Ethics Committee, through the House of Commons, to get this story out, to get this story told. I, I do believe that, that uh, Justin Trudeau will continue to look for ways to prevent that from happening. He has used his majority to shut down the only public investigation, the Justice Committee investigation. He refused to call a public inquiry. He refused to testify himself. He's refusing to lift. Sorry, can I interrupt you and ask you about that? Because uh, I wanted to ask you your opinion on that, because obviously the Conservatives on the committee, they were shutting cover up uh, when that happened. But elections have consequences. The Liberals have a majority, so they're able to do this. It's within the rules. Would you have done anything differently if you were in Justin Trudeau's shoes there? Well, absolutely. Starting with the fact that I would never 
instruct my attorney general to interfere in a criminal court case. That would be the starting point of where I would be much, much different yep. from Justin Trudeau. But Secondly, would you let Jody Wilson-Raybould uh, testify for a second time? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and I would absolutely respect the independ uh, the independence of committees. It's, uh, it's clear that this is all orchestrated from the Prime Minister's office. The five Liberal members of that committee all signed a letter all at the same time uh, to shut this, uh, th this investigation down. When the initial meetings came, they had witnesses list already predetermined. So it was clearly orchestrated out of the Prime Minister's office. I do believe uh, in the independence of parliamentary committees. I was a, the former Speaker of the House of Commons, I believe, very strongly in our parliamentary institutions. And I do believe that, uh, that and part of the things we'll be talking about when it comes to democratic reform is giving individual individual members of parliament greater power, greater independence to truly ref, re represent the constituents that elect them. All right, Mr. Shear, a, a pleasure to sit down with you. Usually we do this on TV and we've got about three minutes, so it's been nice to have some time to have a full discussion with you. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And for the record, he did not have a bagel or a chocolate bar during this entire discussion. <laughs> That's right. Andrew Shear, leader of the opposition. Thanks again, Mr. Shear. Thank you.